Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about our 7-0 defeat away from home uh, in the Premier League. Right. Okay. <sighs> you do, you, sometimes you just have to have to laugh a little bit. Um, I've I've got like actual constructive thoughts in my mind as to what happened. There's two specific things I think happened today. Actually, three specific things I I thought happened today. And look, if you don't know much about me or the United cast, if you're looking for a podcast or something where a United fan's going to be yelling, you've come to the wrong place. I'm I'm not going to be yelling. I that's just not really what I do on podcasts and for those of you that have been listening to me for any portion of time will we'll already know that anyway whether it's you know bad defeats bad episodes of tv stupid news to talk about or yeah i don't tend to yell um this felt like um like towards the end of the second half where it was between like five to seven nil. You know when you're sort of watching something that's so um weird and you think like, is this like really actually happening? But now and again in football these things happen. They just do. Um I wanna I wanna talk about something um, well, a few different things. I'm not, I'm not really going to be doing player ratings today because <laughs> what do I do with player ratings? Um, and, and in these sorts of defeats, you don't really do player ratings because nobody really deserves a good score in this. Um, I saw, I, I've read a few you know, things online today and, and whatnot and saw some people saying like, is this worse than, because it was not 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 last season. Was it last season or the season before? The one where Liverpool beat us. I can't remember which way around the fixtures were, but one of them was 4-0, one of them was 5-0. I can't remember which one was at Old Trafford, which one was at, at Anfield. And I saw some fans asking today, like, is this worse than that? I would say that it isn't. Obviously, the scoreline, 7, yes, is worse than 4 and 5. But we're a much better team than what we were in that season. That's where that was last season. Was that last season or the season before? Is it, that memory is just a blur that's that just in the back of my mind. Um, obviously, we had in that same season, we had some bad defeats against City as well, if I remember correctly. No, this isn't as bad as that. Um, there's a few notable differences between this defeat and those two. Obviously, the other game this season, we beat Liverpool anyway, so that's not comparable. That That by itself does mean that these results are not as bad as the other two, because the other two games last season, we lost. We did beat them once this season and lost this game. Yes, we lost it via a very big score margin. But if you look at the... Sometimes it's about the manner of how you lose a game. And the players did give up at a certain point in this game. But it was much, much later than what it was in the in the previous game. I remember the... Again, I can't remember which ground it was at. There was one where... Liverpool were about 3-0 up in 30 minutes. That didn't happen today. 
Liverpool didn't even take the lead until just before half time. So, yeah, there were a lot of goals, and a lot of them just kept coming at the end. Um, but I think it was just a case. I, I do think this was better than that, even though we did let in more goals. Um, two kind of notable things that I noticed in this game because you've got to start looking at like, okay, why why are so many goals just going, and what actually happened? One massive, massive mistake that we made today, and I could not figure out why it was. Every time De Gea got the ball, right, and we played it out from the back. Now, I can only see a certain part of the pitch because I can only see what's on the screen. I'm not at the stadium. I can't look at the whole pitch, right? I don't remember a time where this didn't happen, so I'm going to say it every single time. Every single time De Gea had the ball and passed it out from the back to either Varane or Martinez, I could see the back four on the screen, and three Liverpool players, they're front three, and I think Harvey Elliott kept pushing forward. Every single time that happened, I saw the back four, there would be occasions where like Shaw would go off screen, like slightly off screen or something, because he would be going to be moving forward. The midfield wasn't on the screen. I don't know where they went, and I'm talking specifically Casemiro and Fred, they're the sort of holding two, if, if you want to put it that way. And obviously couldn't see, you know, Bruno, Anthony, Rashford or Vegors because they're in the other half of the pitch. That happened every single time we played out from the back. So whether it was a case where we managed to get the ball off Liverpool and pass it around. And like I noticed, okay, Varane, Martinez passing a few passes to each other, passing back to the goalkeeper. De Gea boots it long. We lose the ball. I don't know where the midfield went. Like, we're actually, like, positionally where the midfield went. And I noticed, like, okay, if you want to build out from the back, you have to sit back somewhat and then push forward. Because um, in my mind, how that's supposed to go is you play out from the back and then you build your line higher as you progress up the pitch. So your two centre-backs slowly go up. But I don't know where the midfield was because I couldn't, I couldn't see them on the screen. And I've not noticed that happening once this season. Maybe in the like first two freak sort of defeat games of the season. Um, the other one was obviously the City 6-3. I don't remember what happened in that game, to be honest. Um, so, because every time Martinez and Varane had the ball, I was like, what's the idea of who they're supposed to pass to here? Now, we do like playing, obviously, playing at long. We've got Rashford, who we passed the ball through to. Anthony, Anthony, who's kind of quick. Bruno, who's on the left today for some reason. So I know that that's a big part of our game. And I do think there was a lot of opportunities in this game where we tried to play the ball long, but the passes just didn't go through. So that's one problem I noticed. Um, the other one, which I, I don't know how to describe this, so I'll do the best I can. Um, I'll try to use a FIFA reference to describe this because there was something very, very strange going on in this game and it it only started in the second half. And this could be down to mentality, down to fitness, it could be down to anything really. I, I don't really know what it was down to. You know when you're playing some of those games of FIFA and you can't get the ball, you can't pass it out, they're quicker than you, they get, they get, they win every single 50-50, they make crazy passes, and you don't feel like you can do anything. Some, some of you know, would know what I'm talking about, you've experienced those games of FIFA. You haven't changed any of the settings, same team you normally put out, you're playing a, a decent team or whatever, but it's one of them games of FIFA 
where you can't win the ball, you can't run with it, you'll get tackled every single time you get the ball, you can't you can't put a pass together, you'll get pressed the hell out of you. Um, the other team will win the ball back, they'll make impossible passes, they'll score goals and they'll beat you. That's what it felt like Liverpool did to us today. They were quicker than us, stronger than us, they, made, they won almost every single 50-50. Again, mainly in the second half this was happening. And... The, the two, those two problems started to connect in the second half, the two problems I just mentioned. Because when you've got Varane and Martinez who've got the ball, and for some reason Shaw and Delo are already on their way to the, to, to the um, other half, and I can't see the midfield on screen, and you've got Liverpool's front three pressing us, and then Elliot's pressing us, I think his name's Harvey Elliott, you've got four, you ended up having four players pressing two players, and then we passed back to De Gea, and then he booted the ball long. Why was that happening in the second half? It, I don't think it was happening as much in the second, in the first half. Heck, in the first half, we almost scored two goals. And this was one of them games as well, where, okay, first half, yeah, we started off a little bit rough, um, got our way back into the game, got a couple of chances that we should have taken. But sometimes... In football, if you don't take your chances, you'll get punished. And oh boy, did we get punished. Um, and then, I, I, I think that just, yeah, first half didn't take our chances. Second half, I, I don't know what the Liverpool players, like, did at half time, But they came out second half... And they just didn't stop running after us. And we didn't know what to do. We just didn't know what to do. And this applies to the whole team. I know that there's players in this team that I like. Players that I don't. And you know I've got my preferences for players. That goes out the window today. Because everybody played rough in this in this sort of game. Everybody had a rough game. Um, I think that's ultimately what happened. Like if someone says to me. Hey Matt. 7-0 what happened? I, I think it was a combination of those things. On the other side of things, um, I've said on three, four, five occasions, maybe, not many occasions, we've played, you know, a lot of games already. We've played uh, all the Carabao Cup games that we can, we're in the quarterfinal of the FA Cup, we're in the Europa League, we've played, was it 25 league games now? It's a lot of games. And only on, let's say, four or five occasions have I looked and said, Tenag, I think you got it wrong. I like you as a manager, you're the one that I wanted, you've won us a trophy, but Tenag's not perfect either. And he'll get things wrong sometimes. It will happen. It's not an excuse of like a first season thing. Because even, you know, managers like Pep and Klopp, they get things wrong sometimes. They've been with their Man City and Liverpool teams for, what, six, seven years or something. Um, Those managers get things wrong as well. It it just happens. It's not good. N- none of these things I'm listing are excuses. They're just, okay, if you're looking for an actual reason as to why these things happen today... A um, few examples, um, Bruno out on the left, don't understand, subbing Ganacho on in this game, don't understand, bringing McTominay on this game, what was McTominay supposed to do in this game, bringing on Alanga later, what was Peace supposed to do? Um, see, there was there was a few points in this game, right? Okay, so by, I'm looking at the summary here, I'll go through it in a minute, I'm not going to recap the goals because I don't remember any of them, it was just, it was like a flash, wasn't it? Um, this isn't really a podcast to be analysing the goals, it's to be analysing the overall picture of what's what's happened. Um, okay, 50 minutes gone, they were 3-0 up. We were slipping away from the game, but we weren't out of the game. Because 50 minutes out of 90, 
you, you can. It doesn't take a long time to score a goal in football. And see, so here's the difference, right? Here's one of the other differences between this game and the two games last season with Ole. In the one that I remembered, which was when they went 3-0 up in half an hour, only half an hour into a game, I remember at that game thinking, it's over. I think it was, what, four, was it 4-0 by halftime? And then they scored a fifth in the second half. That that game was over by halftime. But that was a case where I didn't trust the manager anymore. Uh, the players had, like, given up on... Everybody had given up on the situation, right? Whereas with this game, okay, it took longer to go 3-0 down. It took 50 minutes. But I was like, okay, 50? You, you know, you've got 10 minutes, 10 minutes, what's it, 60, 70, 80, 90. Still got, like, 40-odd minutes. Okay, it's unlikely that you're going to get back into this game. But you have the time to do it. And we were still, like, trying a few things now and again. So that that's one of the main differences. And I'm just bringing this up because some people brought up about, like, oh, is this worse than Oli? No, I, I don't think this is anywhere near as bad as what happened with Oli. And, yes, there's more goals conceded in this game. But it didn't happen in the same way. You Sometimes you have to look. Sometimes the scoreline... Um, and this didn't even really feel like a 7-0 defeat. Like, when we lost 4-5-0 and to them last season, that felt like, okay, we've been absolutely turned over, and we've been battered. This didn't feel like that should have... Like, when you look at the 4-5-0 and the last season, you look at that and think, oh, that should have been that score because of the performance, if not more goals. You look at this, which is 7, and you think, now nah, you watch that game back, that doesn't feel like a 7-0 game. Even especially the first half, um, but it was just from when did they get the next goal? From the 66th minute onwards, I think. Even then, I know this is kind of ridiculous to say. 66 minutes, okay. You've then got 25 minutes in the game. You can still score a lot of goals in 25 minutes, and even though that was four nil by 66 minutes, you still have time to do something in a game. 25 minutes in football is a long, long time. I've I'll use this as an example, and this is like a bit of a different example. 1999, Champions League final. We were actually losing 1-0 in the 90th minute and had two minutes added on and scored one goal in one minute and another goal in another minute and won the game. If that's not a prime example of like how finite time is in a game, and that's like a you know a bit of an anomaly of a of a situation. But because um, a few months ago, I think I watched the uh, the highlights for that 99 final, we were losing the game in the 91st minute and there was two minutes added on. We scored in the 91st minute, got another corner within a minute, scored it and won the game. That's how quickly things can turn around because Bayern fans in, in that 99 final were probably thinking 91st minute, there's literally one minute of this game left. We're winning 1-0 and then a minute later, they'd lost the game. One minute that took. Granted, we scored it. We scored at the beginning of the minute, and then we scored at the end of the minute, and won the game. I'm just, I'm just naming that as an example of sort of, okay, yeah, you're four 0 down. You've got 25 minutes. 25 minutes is a long time in a, in a game of football. Um, but obviously, it, it didn't happen in this case, and we um, just continued to slip away from the game. Um, so yeah, Tenag from a manager, managerial standpoint, I think got it wrong. I was I was seeing some. I I didn't really want to bring this up, but now that I'm on subject, I saw some comments today about like, oh, I should be sacked. I that's just that's just really really silly. That's like completely unconstructive. Yeah, second manager a week after he's won you a trophy, your first trophy in six years. Yeah, that's 
and and bring who in do what exactly like okay um i still trust ten hag i still trust this team this was just an anomaly of a really bad off day uh and hopefully we can back bounce back on uh, on thursday which is not what you want to hear you don't like hearing things like you know got to bounce back and stuff but that's what you have to do the game's finished there's nothing we can do about it and it was it, it was hard to watch this game it was very very hard to watch this game and you you get when it gets to six nil and and then it feels like they were going to score every time they get the ball, it gets kind of scary. You know, six nil and then seven. And you think, oh god, could it get up to eight, nine, ten? When, when when's it when's it going to end? Um. So yeah, but um. Whew, yeah. Um. But yeah, sometimes like sometimes these things happen in football. And look, tomorrow morning, lads. I I I I wonder what Ten Hag's got planned for training. If you remember, some of you might remember when we lost that four 0 to Brentford. What Ten Hag did, and obviously that was a uh, less goals. That wasn't seven. That was only four. Um, and what what was it that was reported? I think it was like Brentford had run a certain amount, a certain kilometers or something, and we'd run a certain amount of kilometers. And what Tenog said to the team was, "Okay, Brentford ran. I don't remember the, what the number was." Tenog said to the team, "Brentford ran this much more than you yesterday, so you're going to run that around the training pitch, not for being constructive or anything, for for punishment, for punishment. Um, do it. You know, you've done something wrong. You're going to do laps around the field." Um, it won't make you better or worse at football, but it's a punishment. And hey, if you don't want to do these, you know, laps around the pitch, don't lose badly again. It's as simple as that. And I think that that, that sort of woke the team up and made the team think, oh gosh, we can't do that again. But now that it has kind of happened again, yeah, good luck to him tomorrow morning. See what they're going to be doing in um, in training. I imagine he's going to get them running again. And uh, if he does, I think all of them deserve it all the ones that played obviously you can't blame this on well, we actually can't blame this on Maguire for a change or Lindelof because they didn't play um can't blame it on Sancho you can't blame it on who else didn't play anyone that didn't play because they weren't on the pitch so yeah uh what else was I gonna gonna talk about today um yeah mention the weird like running energy thing I don't really know what happened there it just felt like the team just I don't know they, they were just better they were just better than us today they just were, and I don't like saying that about Liverpool, but it's, you know, it's the truth. They they ran more than us today, they wanted it more. Um, I don't know, I don't know. But uh, it's just, I'm very curious about that, like, that midfield problem. Like, where did the midfield even go? Why weren't they on the screen? Um, It was, uh, it was weird. This was like a weird freak sort of game. Um, so, yeah, um... I was gonna. What should I do for like? Because I usually do a second half of this, obviously, don't I? And I do. I do player ratings. If I'm to pick, because in those batterings last season, I avoided picking a man of the match. I think Luke Shaw was good in the first half, and that that that's it. So if I was going to pick a man of the match, and obviously the team fell apart in the second half, I think it would be Shaw. But I don't know. You got to have a whole good man of the match, a whole good match, and. Uh, Nobody, nobody did in the second half. So, um, but look, these things do happen in football. It's not good. And there's no excuses for it. There are reasons. There are not excuses. And I've given you what I think are some of the reasons. 
Um, but it is what it is. So anyway, we'll take a break. We'll come back and um, tell you what. I'll, I'll do a bit of a, an, an analyzing of the um, what's it called? Uh, the I'll go through the summary and talk about the subs because I think he got those wrong, and then I'll talk about the lineups. So I'll, I'll do that in the second half. Uh, be back for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K-U-K to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk e-t-a-l-k-u-k you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscapes quality thanks very much to manscape for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening hi there if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you with our affiliate link with kualu you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to kualu to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to kualu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcast and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Right, as I said, uh, avoiding the player ratings for this week. Obviously, we'll be back on Thursday to play against Real Betis, where hopefully things are back to normal a bit more. Um, again, no endless analysing of the goal. I can't even remember what happened with each individual goal. It was just one after the other. Um, all right, let's go through his substitutions today, and then we'll go through the actual team selection, because that's where I could do a bit more of actual analysis. Uh so his first one in the 58th minute when it was 3-0. Again, this was where I was thinking, okay, plenty of time. You can still, you know, get a goal back, get your confidence up a bit. You could maybe nick another, and then you could maybe nick another. If Liverpool can score 
three goals in basically one half. Why can't we score a couple of goals, but it didn't happen. Um, Ganacho on for Vegorst. I, I I don't think this was the game to bring Ganacho on for. I still think he's a good player. Obviously, he's very, very young. I think Sancho would have made more sense on that left-hand side. I think starting Bruno on that left-hand side was not ideal. He's been on the right side a few times, obviously. That's because Anthony was out injured. But, uh, no, I don't think this... I, I would have... I think what the team needed by that specific point in the game was a bit more composure. And I think Sancho could have offered you that. Uh, he's also very good at linking up with um, with Rashford. And not to Garnacho's fault, but it was one of them things. You bring on a young player in a situation like that, which you shouldn't really do. Um, and uh, what's it? He got the ball and he kept trying to drive at the defence. And that's good. It's good that he didn't sort of just sulk around and walk around and whatever. Um, <clears throat> but uh, he kept trying to drive at the defence, but Liverpool defence had him had him sort of covered, so I think Sancho would have been the better option there, so I think he got that one wrong. McTominay on for Fred. Um, I don't know what he thought McTominay could do in this game, um, what he could offer, but I suppose this was just, hey, I, I need to I need to change something in midfield. I thought it should have been Zabitza. I think Zabitza was subbed, yeah, he was subbed on later, wasn't he? Um, but, no, I yeah. That that one makes a bit more sense than the other sub, but still, it uh, I, I don't really know what you're expecting McTominay to do necessarily. Uh, I think having Sabitza and Casemiro uh, would have made more sense for, for actual starting those two. If you want to do the late midfield legs thing with Fred, I think that's fine, but I would have started maybe Sabitza and Casemiro. Uh, then they scored two other goals. Uh, then Mal- Mal- excuse me, Malasia. Uh, was subbed on for Martinez. Um, I think it was Shaw was switched to left centre back and that kind of stuff. Again, didn't really like change anything, make anything different. Um, again, I think you know you're bringing Malasia on, who's again a young player in in this situation, older than Ganacho, but still, I don't think that made much sense. Casemiro off for Spitzer. I didn't speak about this earlier, but I, I didn't really notice it in the second half because the second half was just goals, goals, goals. Casemiro didn't look right in the first half. Um, and, okay, if, if a player's having a, like, not as great game and they seem like they've got an injury, that is an actual excuse. I, sp- I spoke earlier here about, you know, reasons versus excuses. That is, not, like, if a player's not fully fit or something's off with them, then, yeah, that's an excuse. I don't know if he actually was injured. I didn't see anything written about that. Uh, obviously, this is a massive game and Casemiro is one of our best and most important players. Had a weird, weird off day today, Casemiro. Um, so as much as you want him to be at his best in this game, sometimes it is best to take those players off. So that sort of makes a certain amount of sense. He was giving the ball away a bunch. He just he didn't look up to it. I, I, I don't know what was what was what was up with him. And he was the only player that I would I would say that about. Because um, there's other players in this team that I like as well um, that didn't perform, but there was it looked notably like there was just something. Um, like, did he have an injury or something? Was he just not fully fit? Was he... I don't know. He, was, he just wasn't quite there. So, uh, yeah, him on for Sabitzer made a bit more sense, I suppose. Then they made some subs and scored another goal. That was number six. Alanga on for Rashford. Um, so what would have been the reason for this? I suppose it was just... I don't know. You don't want Rashford getting injured that late in the game. Getting a pointless injury or something. Uh, give Alanga a run out. 
but it, that that was kind of a very mute substitution that there wasn't really much that that could have done for the game. So, and then they scored another goal in the 88th minute uh, with with Firmino, who's leaving Liverpool. So there's that. Uh, all right, let's go to the um, uh, team sheet, which was what I was going to do. Um, yeah, the defense was fine. I, there was some question marks over like, oh, do you want to not start Wambasaka in this game instead of Delo? I think that should have happened. I think it should have been Delo instead of Wambasaka. Casemiro and Fred can work at points, but it's very much sort of like Casemiro is really helping Fred a lot. Because Fred will be the one that will get in there and get stuck in. Casemiro gets the ball and brings it forward. But if you've got the Casemiro-Fred pairing, and Fred's not having a good game, and Casemiro also isn't, then it doesn't work out. So I understand that that pairing works at times. I thought today should have been Sabitza and Casemiro, so I thought Tenard got that wrong. Um, Antony on the right, okay, that's his position. Uh, Vegost in the 10, Bruno on the left and Rashford up front. Uh, I don't know. I I don't think Bruno offered us any sort of composure. Um, he started to get really really frustrated in the second half. I mean, obviously most of them did, but notably him. And obviously the, the problem Bruno's got in this game when he's getting hot headed, you're the captain. You're supposed to lead by example, and you start doing just stuff, and it makes the rest of the team sort of. You know, it, it, you're not picking up your own team at, at, at that sort of point. So, um, a ridiculous amount of hero balls from him. Um, obviously, again, that's not the reason that we lost. There's, there's other reasons, but he, he didn't. He didn't look right on the left hand side, Bruno. I'm not quite sure why Tenag. I I think what you should have done today, maybe. I just looking back at this performance, and obviously you don't know how a game's going to go. You can only prepare so much, right? You you do your training, you pick your team, and you see how it goes. You don't know how a game's going to go. There's, you can base it off of recent form, and you know that kind of thing. Which, by the way, this seven nil goes very, very, very much against Liverpool's run of form, and very, very, very much against our run of form. <laughs> like, if you're talking about the number of goals here, and if that's accurate to recent form. No, it is completely opposite to recent form uh, for for both teams. We've been winning games, and Liverpool have been absolutely terrible recently. So in terms of the form book, because that's something that you look to, completely flipped on its head, completely and utterly flipped on its head. I mean, what was it, last weekend, last week or the week before? Losing 5-2 against Real Madrid, they were absolutely dreadful. I can't believe some of the defensive mistakes they made in that game. Um, and we haven't won games by loads of goals recently. Obviously, got the um, what was it the two 0 against Newcastle and the three one West Ham. Those are a few recent examples. But we don't really win games by like three, four, five goals. So if you're talking scoreline today, that 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 doesn't add up to like form at all. So yeah, um, yeah. I just felt that this game needed more composure. I, I felt he should have made changes a bit earlier, maybe at half time. I think if you'd have taken Fred off for Sabitzer, if you'd had Sancho somewhere and not had Bruno on the left, I don't know if that means you take Weghorst out, uh, put Bruno in the middle, put Sancho on the left, or if you put Bruno on the right, take Anthony out and put Sancho on the left. Um, I guess you could have done it where like Rashford was on the left, Weghorst up front, Anthony on the right, Bruno in the middle, but... 
for for the composure thing I'm talking about, I don't know that that would have made much much uh, difference. Actually, that's the same set of players, just in a different order. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, but that was the game. Uh, it's it's horrible. It's horrible to lose to Liverpool. But I don't know. This doesn't feel anywhere near as bad as last season. Like last season, we were outright terrible all season. One of our worst, if not our worst, Premier League season, at least from what I remember, last season. We've clearly, clearly been much better this season. Um, I do not think this is a sign of, like, you know, obviously it doesn't match up to recent form, does it, for either team, as I mentioned. Um, I think if you're thinking, you know, get rid of Tenag, I think you're being really silly. I don't want to say stupid, because that's not constructive. Um, I think that's a very, very silly thing to suggest to, to sack Tenag. Yeah, sack him a week after he's won a trophy. Um, I still trust this team, not all of the players, but the team itself in general, recent form and that kind of stuff. I trust this group of players. I certainly trust the manager still. I just think this was a, a, a freak of a game. A freak of a game. And uh, it felt like a just this dream that you know you're wondering if what you're seeing on the screen is is real and um it's just it's just weird like if you if you're to say make it how, how do you feel about this game it just feels weird it just feels weird i don't feel angry i don't really feel sad this just because i don't feel like we deserved this defeat at all really apart from maybe the last 30 minutes or so of this game where things just really came crashing down um but we didn't deserve this defeat. We were good in the first half. We just didn't take those chances. Because, you know, we had what? The, I think it was the first 20 minutes or so. 20 to 30 minutes. We had two, maybe three chances. It depends what you think is a chance. There was a Rashford shot he should have possibly done a bit better with. There was the Bruno header that he could have scored. I'm sure there was one more that I'm misremembering. That's two goals. If we'd have put those two goals away before Liverpool scored that goal at the end of the first half. It's a different story. That's just how football goes sometimes. Like, you don't take your chances. The other team does. And sometimes it can, in rare situations, obviously seven goals is rare in football, but sometimes these things just happen. But we could have, it could have been a very, very different story. We could have been about, we could have been 2 0 up in the first roughly half an hour. Um, and we could have, we could have beaten them. I think we should have beaten them today. Um, I expected to beat them today. I was, I was going to, because I don't really do like score predictions and things like that. And I sort of sat down ready to watch the game. And I was thinking to myself, okay, I think we're going to win this game. Because I was being positive and we've been good. So why wouldn't I be? Um, which again, going back to last season, we were like, expect we. that's that's the main big difference between this defeat and last season. Today's game, okay, I, I saw some nervous, like, oh, it might be a bit of a shaky game, it might be of a challenge, but I was thinking, I was just sitting thinking, like, okay, we won't necessarily destroy them, but I think we will win the game. And I thought in my head, like, something like 2-0, a lowish scoring game, well, um, that kind of thing. Whereas, with the Man City games and the Liverpool games, particularly last season, we looked at those and we almost we were we were almost waiting to be destroyed, weren't we? We were almost wait. We we're almost thinking like, okay, we we were going into those games thinking, okay, we are going to lose, but by how many goals? So it was such a different situation to last season. Um, yeah, no, yeah, it was last season, wasn't it? Because um, 
he lost, what was it, lost to City, then Liverpool, then Watford, was it, or something? The, the 4-0 Watford game? And then I think he, I think he got, Ole got sacked after Watford, didn't he? Because we lost to City, we lost to Liverpool, we lost to Watford, and it was like, nah, this is just not, nah. Because Watford was 4-0, City was 4-1 or something, and then the 5-0 Liverpool game, not in that order, but that was like, and sometimes you look at that and you think, okay, you lost to City in Liverpool, that's a normal thing to have happen, Watford, you expect to beat Watford, got absolutely slaughtered, 4-0, and it was like, okay, it it became a question of who can we beat, um, or who who are we not going to lose to? It's it's just a different story this season, and I think hopefully this is a one off, you know, because it could happen again. But I I don't think it will. Um, I think this team will get berated by Ten Hag and the coaching staff as they should. Um, but uh, we have to pick ourselves up. We have to keep going, and we have to play Real Betis on Thursday. And I think we've got Southampton on Sunday, and then Betis again on Thursday. Let me just look that up to make sure. Um, Thursday the 9th, Europa League. Yeah, Betis at 8. And then Sunday the 12th. Uh, yeah, Southampton at 2. I'm not sure which game is, is after that. Let me just look it up. Um, let's go to fixtures, not results. Yeah, so um, Betis, Southampton, Betis, oh, Fulham in the FA Cup, and then Newcastle. So, that's what we got. And the FA Cup game, it's a quarterfinal, could win that, be in the semi-final, who knows. You know, we'll have to, uh, have to see what happens. So, there we go. Um, anyway, I've got an episode of The Last of Us to go and watch, so I'm going to go in and enjoy that. That will, um, will it cheer me up? I don't know if it will cheer me up necessarily. Last of Us is kind of a, uh, it's an interesting show, certainly, but it's not one that's going to make you feel happy necessarily. But anyway, um, if you've got any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments on this result, uh, do you think this was worse than what happened with Ole last season? And even though I said it's a silly thing, do you think this should be the end of Ten Hag? I think that's ultimately very silly. And okay, if you get rid of the manager, who are you bringing in? What are you doing? You know, um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, any of your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, um, Matthew and Entertainment, talk.org, Twitter, eTalk UK, there's a contact page, information in your show notes. Uh, did I even say that right? Not even sure. Matthew and Entertainment, talk.org, Twitter, eTalk UK, contact page, information in your show notes. Uh, contact page, information in your show notes, is what I meant to say. Um, yeah, entertainment talk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk, TV, games, films, May Night podcasts. Look out for a podcast for uh, The Last of Us later tonight for episode 8. And then next week for the finale. That should be exciting. That should be quite good. Um, so yeah. <laughs> football's, uh, football's so fascinating to me. Football's very, very fascinating to me. So, Yeah. Alright, uh, if you want to support us in other ways, you can of course tell other people, um, heck, if you want to send this to a Liverpool fan, or I, I don't know, you know, whatever, if they if they fancy a laugh, because you can have your laugh today. Heck, okay, you've beaten us 7-0. Liverpool having a terrible season, terrible season, throughout basically of all the cup competitions. Okay, they're creeping their way up, back up to Europe, they might get top four, because Tottenham are a weird team. Um, but you've had a terrible season, <laughs> so, 
yeah anyway um yeah let people know about what we do and when they can find it either by just telling them or using social media patreon five dollar uh ten dollar level tiers for the free podcast review options have a look out for that as, we, as well if you'd like to tv and film news over on geek town radio geek for tv and film news renewals cancellations pickups air dates all that sort of thing geek town radio on tuesdays Bex over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, if you fancy watching something fun. She does lots of fun content over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, uh, retro chat game streams, all that sort of thing. So look out for that. Uh, me over on Twitch doing some rare streams over on eTalk UK and YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays, recent Hogwarts Legacy stream, game clips of other stuff and all that sort of thing. So there we go. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.